Hi, this is Sheila Jackson, and welcome to The Good CEO, where you meet bold, unapologetic visionaries and innovators who leverage their brands for good to elevate a new culture of activism and empire building. My goal is to inspire you to positive action. Today's guest is Maleka Jones, founder of Brown Girl Jane. With a background as a senior executive in investment banking and trading, Maleka is a graduate of Spelman College and the executive education program at the Harvard Business School. Maleka was featured by Entrepreneur Magazine as one of the most powerful women of 2020. Brown Girl Jane is a disruptive, luxury, plant-based wellness and beauty collection that centers around the needs of dynamic women, and this year was named as Refinery29's Beauty Innovator of the Year. Brown Girl Jane is the first clean collection of its kind, with an elevated emphasis on inclusivity, quality, accessibility, and transparency, all clear indications of a good CEO. Thank you so much for joining me today for The Good CEO on this early Friday morning. What drew me to Brown Girl Jane and your company was that I, a colleague and I were in search of companies owned by Black women to support for um, you know, the challenges to take five things that are essential items that we use every day like soap, deodorant, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and to to purchase it from a black woman, you know, for, oh, yes. for essential items. And at that particular time, and still now, I'm, you know, challenged as a lot of us are with, with sleep. Sleep is eluding me. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, and CBD oil came up as, as an alternative, um, and it was something I had been exploring. So that's how Brown Girl Jane came to my attention. When I went to your website, I was just so impressed because it was like a textbook example of everything that I talk about in my master classes and in my coaching with clients about how to do your brand storytelling and transmitting your values and all of that. And of course, when I saw on the front page of the website on the opening page that your mission was to help badass women manage full <laughs> lives naturally. I was like, I got to call her. So, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how, how did Brown Girl Jane begin? Oh, goodness. So um, it's, it's a very interesting tale. Um, I actually spent most of my career on Wall Street Um, first as an investment banker, and then as a bond trader. And as you can imagine, um, you know, it was focused on doing all of the things and rising among the ranks and did that and was, you know, running a whole trading group. And I also ran myself into the ground physically and mentally Mm. and had nothing to really support me outside of the things like the gym and, um, other like physical practices, but I was just hoping that there was a collection that would help um, just center and support the needs that I knew all of my sisters were having in different ways. And it wasn't until I 
I have three children. And so it wasn't until the youngest was born and I suffered a spinal injury that um, made me stop and really examine what the possibilities for a more holistic um, approach, because as you also can imagine, the approach for most doctors was like to load me up on traditional pharmaceuticals. Yeah. I knew that that wasn't something I wanted. And along the way found um, CBD and, and other adaptogens and other cannabinoids and wondered how this powerful plant um, that could do so many things, frankly, um, was not anywhere in, in our community that I saw at that time. And certainly I didn't find collections that were centering the needs of women like me, women um, who were always juggling balls in the air, um, women of color who have very specific needs. And as it turns out, um, much higher rates of um, anxiety uh, because the anxiety and other mental and physical challenges that come from really being everything to everyone. Yes. And so once I figured out that there was this plan, I became an evangelist of the plant and I was introducing it to everyone I know, um, trying to figure out what made some good and some bad and lab tests and all those sorts of things. And I just recognized the huge opportunity, I thought, to partner with uh, my biological sister, Nia, and my Spellman sister, Ty Beauchamp, um, to create a collection that was both beautiful and meticulous and at the end of the day, um, hugely effective for these needs that I knew all women, quite frankly, needed support in. And what we you know, ultimately did was craft this collection that is an important part of your toolkit and can support you quite easily through integrating it into your daily practices and your daily life. Because I need it easy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I know that there are some wonderful things, um, physical practices and other um, meditation and journaling and all of those things that are also incredibly supportive. But I also needed something that I could just drop <laughs> under my tongue <laughs> on a daily basis because yes. as said, we're all doing all of these big and fast and, and, and um, wonderful things, but they're all the things and then they're all in different directions a lot of the time. And so I just needed something that could be supportive and an important piece of the toolkit that it was also um, on my vanity. And then I could just grab. And so that sent us along this exploration to craft this beautiful collection. And so um, it has grown substantially and exponentially since we launched um, almost a year ago. It's, it, it's crazy because it's such a, you know, we're just toddlers in the in the business, but it, but we, we have kind of exploded in ways that really let us know that this was needed, and that um, you know, women are are needing support and and happy to be seen in a market that for too long never really spoke directly to us. Yes, how how have you been received as a black woman? And as black women, you know, in terms of your co-founders as well uh, in the CBD industry. We've actually been um, hugely well received. I think that all of us have, um, you know, pretty big business backgrounds. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, I was doing what I was doing for a long time. Um, 
Ty was the editor in chief at several magazines and, you know, founding team at Oprah and those sorts of things. And then my sister Nia was um, head of a global philanthropic organization. And so what has worked really well is all of us coming together and just infusing our own expertise in different areas. Yes. I mean, I have to say, like, I think that our founding team is so dope. <laughs> and it is. I looked at I I looked at the page and read just where you know where you guys have been before coming to this moment to this to Brown Girl Jane and it's such an incredible mix of talent and skill. Thank just, you. It's going to be exciting to see where you can go, where all you can go with this with this business. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um yeah, absolutely. So it's we found that we resonated in a space that was quite frankly new mm -hmm. to a lot of women. We know that wellness typically was marketed um, solely to white women or hippies. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. So, so it's a new conversation and we approach it differently. Um, we, I think we have a much more holistic approach to the business. We have a huge emphasis on community, not only commerce. And so I think it's been refreshing for a lot of women to have not only a product line that can support them, but a community that has their back and is involved in a lot of, you know, other initiatives like solely to support um, our needs and not, not even when things are for sale. So um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been, it's been a great reception actually. Yeah. Are there, have you seen just unique challenges in, I guess that you have to address in marketing CBD to black women or was, okay. were people already educated? What's that? So many challenges. Absolutely. Um, even beyond the, the marketing to black women, there are legal, legal challenges and banking challenges. It's a new industry. Mm -hmm. And so regulatory rise, people um, are still in the government, are still <laughs> trying to figure out what to do with the plant, although it's, you know, totally safe and non-intoxicating and non-addictive and all of those things. But, but those sorts of things move slowly through the gears of government um, and banking. And so that's a challenge of just dealing with what the changes may be or what they have been. Mm -hmm. um, the other challenge more directly in terms of our product is demystifying the plant and educating and re-educating um, people about its power and demystifying and debunking a lot of the myths that are out there. Um, right. We know that the war on drugs has done a, a number on the cannabis plant. And while, um, you know, our products are not intoxicating and do not contain THC, which had been the focus of a lot of um, attack, we know that it disproportionately, you know, affects black folk and brown folk. And so both in terms of the perception and changing the perception, but also, you know, just general education has been uh, for something that's quite frankly new to a lot of people um, is, is a challenge. When we love taking on, but it is a challenge when you can't, to your point earlier, mm -hmm. market as easily because of those other regulatory um, issues that need to be sorted out. How, how do you select your strategic partners? I mean, I know you have, you talked about your, your co-founders, your team, 
but I noticed that I saw you do um, a wellness summit. You did a wellness summit this summer, and Halle Berry and Jill Scott were a part of that. Um, how important yes. has selecting strategic <laughs> partners been for you in, in building your brand? And I know you guys are new, but I mean, it's just you have had such a amazing start, you know, over the last year. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think your your team is everything because what you what you um, your internal belief system and just working with a people a group of women and people that you like yeah. <laughs> is hugely important. <laughs> and if you're talking about centering your tribe and um, you know supporting and and lifting them up with your product and your community, um, I think the same thing has to happen internally. And so we first of all only hire people we like. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that they're our best friends or anything like that, but it means that they exemplify the same value system and the same work ethic that we do um, as a founding team. Yes. And so we also have been super lucky to have people who are amazing and accomplished who want to work with us and um, who have every opportunity in the world to go anywhere they'd like. Um, so I think that that core value system and the mission of Brown Girl Jane and what we're trying to do in the industry and, and really flip it on its head, quite frankly, um, has attracted some of the best talent. And, you know, our uh, just like our founding team, I mean, our head of production and, um, you know, special events coordinator and all of those positions are just amazing, accomplished people. Um, so it really starts there with aligning your values with a smaller team. We have mm-hmm. probably, um, you know, 15 people. And so it is imperative that you can work together, um, that you all work really hard <laughs> while balancing your other life, but that you just are on the same page with the big stuff. And the, the beautiful tapestry of difference in terms of personality or those sorts of things um, becomes very easy to navigate if you're starting on the same page because you realize that um, you may have different approaches, et cetera, but once we have the, the same goal, it becomes a lot easier, yes. um, you know, as, as, a, as a CEO. So um, yeah, that's where, that's where it starts and just having very open lines of communication, listening to different um, points of feedback, and, you know, keeping our eyes on the same North Star, even though we may have, um, you know, different ways to get there in our mind. Mm-hmm. But I think if we're aligned on the goal, then, you know, the back and forth and any differences um, just feel a little different because you know that you're working towards that same goal. You know that you are um, on the same page, you know, ultimately, even right. if you have a different approach. Right. Right. And how did that summit go this summer? How did you go go about choosing Halle Berry and and Jill Scott in particular? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So we had and continue to have um, an initiative called Brown Girls Swap. And, you know, similar to what you were talking about in the beginning, our initiative was just simply asking everyone to swap out five of their daily beauty and wellness products for those made by and founded by um, black women. 
And so we really started that as in response to some of the events of this summer and trying to play our part in our industry with enacting change. And so what started out with as a moment really turned into a viral, you know, a whole big deal. And along that way, you know, more and more people are doing it, more and more people were spreading the news of it. And we ultimately partnered with Unilever and Shea Moisture to take it to another level. And that included um, a $255,000 grant contest for Black women founders in the space. Um, We did a whole amplification campaign for founders that we loved. We um, set up and worked to help craft a mentorship um, program at Unilever for other founders. And we had this amazing Brown Girl Swap Summit, which um, is our, this was our first year, of course, of doing it. And Holly and Jill both are in the wellness space now. And it just became a beautiful collaboration where they were our headliners. And just, it was one of those pinch me moments. Because <laughs> 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 I said, you know, we are a fast growing business, but yeah, this still, is year one. That's what's still year one. And you know, we we um you know own the Brown Girl Swap IP and so it was our summit headlined by Holly Berry and Jill Scott. And so that really came from um, our relationships and more directly ties relationships. Um, as being someone who has been in marketing and also in, in editorial and all of that sort of stuff. And we were able to put on this amazing summit and talk wellness and beauty with Black women and, and women of color. And not only actually, but but so many women who were just interested in, in this these discussions that quite frankly never happen and should happen far more often. So it still, when I think of it, is like unbelievable. <laughs> but we've grown to have relationships with them. And it's just it's just been amazing, again, to work with people who are so, so aligned in terms of our North Star, right? And just wanting women to feel better and do better and be supported and have these toolkits um, in different forms. And so yeah, I mean, it, it was it was crazy, <laughs> and like I said, it was still it's still one of those moments where we still to this day pinch ourselves. You've been listening to the Good CEO podcast. Entrepreneurs start companies, leaders start movements. I invite you to become a founding member of the Good CEO Movement, a community of women leaders dedicated to innovation, positive action, value creation, and exponential business growth. Membership is free. Refine your brand voice. Receive mentorship and the support of like-minded entrepreneurs. Participate in monthly challenges designed to hone your skills as a good CEO. Gain access to free masterclasses and strategy sessions. Visit thegoodceo.co to join. I think that it's because you were willing to stand in in the power of, of your values. You know, and it's funny, I'm I woke up a little earlier this morning 
and a couple of hours ago, amazingly. And because, you know, 630 in the morning, L.A. time right now. Oh, yeah. And I decided to write, you know, because I had an interview yesterday and I and I said something that I wanted to clarify through my blog. And I just think it's really I was just journaling about how important it is for us to be willing to take the stand for who we are and what we represent and what our values are. Because it does become, it's your North Star, but it also attracts all of the people who are in alignment with and share those values. It's like laying, you know, it's like being a Pied Piper and all the people who share in those values are going to follow along and follow you because you're on yeah, the same absolutely. mission. That's... You have this shared activism, yeah. you know, and I think that there's, you know, a lot of people, there's a, a leap of faith that has to happen before that because, you know, in our traditional approach to marketing or old school, people think I'm I'm selling to everyone. I want everybody to buy my products. I want, you know, but in this age of being the good CEO, of being transparent, of standing for something, a greater mission beyond the bottom line, um, of being authentic of, you know, sharing your values, transmitting your values through how people you engage with clients, you have to draw a line in the sand and stand for something. And I think that that's why this is happening, you guys. You've been so, I mean, like I said, when I looked at your website, you're just so in alignment from, you know, your, and how you represent your brand, you know. And I tell you, I'm going to be you. placing an order today. <laughs> I'm going to send my mom some CBD oil. We're all trying to sleep. It's a, the, the struggle is real. <laughs> it is. It is because our minds are just not quiet. No. We're not. thinking about so many things. And then, I mean, I've learned so much about your body and what can happen when one thing is off. Mm-hmm. And just to have a plant, so a natural botanical that can address a number of issues, um, and almost find its way to the issue, right, has been a game changer for me personally. And so that's the feedback that we're getting is like, oh my gosh, I can I can sleep for the first time. Exactly. <laughs> or there's a little anxiety or calm that is sort of blanketed my life, but I'm still totally um, sharp and, and actually clarity has helped and, you know, those sorts of things. And so it's it's been a beautiful experience. That's awesome. That so do you all have, I mean, it it seems like your your social impact strategy is just built into your mission of, of wellness, but do you have particular areas of actual charitable giving that you focus on, like organizations that you, um, that you donate to or certain initiatives you have during the course of the year? Oh, absolutely. Our, our mission and our ethos involves and is centered around giving back and is centered around not only, you know, selling a product, but building a community and helping to give back in those communities. So um, our mission is to support the well-being of, of women of color. And it's, it's very simple. And so that's through our collection, but through some of the work we do, whether it be the Brown Girl Swap movement and, and propelling that to help um, other Black entre- entrepreneurs. Um, we also give a portion of proceeds from every sale to 
a for-purpose organization that really supports our mission. And so every time anyone buys from Brown Girl Chain, a portion of that sale is gonna go back into the community. Um, so that's one thing. And, and that has been sometimes like we have done um, partnerships that have given $10 per bottle um, back. And that's a you know substantial amount wow. of, of each sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has changed, you know, based on the different campaign or the different focus that's needed at the time. But we partnered with Until Freedom and Tamika there. Um, we've partnered and give, worked with um, SE Justice Group and right now are working with the um, Black Women's Health Initiative. And so absolutely, it's it's core to our business. It's core to how we approach business and approach partnership. Um, because like I said, at, at certain points in the business, even so far, we've put community um, entirely over commerce and that's just based on what's going on in our, in our world because we really believe that we are not successful if others are not successful and we're not able to support um, people, like I said, even beyond the collection. So absolutely. That is, and on that note, I just, I want to thank you for, for sharing that because that is so centric to, to the work that I do mm. and just to my beliefs in terms of, you know, as a good CEO. And I just, I wish you all of the success. And I know it's it's already here. I mean, a year. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just laughing because it's like, oh my goodness, what will this dialogue be in five years if this is what you can achieve in a year, you know? And it's it's come from such a heart space and just such a space of really integrating, you know, just, you know, your whole self, your values, your beliefs, integrating that into your business. And I love to see, you know, what happens when we do that. I think that there's magic that happens when we're able to do that. And and Brown Girl Jane is such a great example of that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. Yeah, so um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, I think that transparency and, and authenticity and all those things can feel like buzzwords sometimes mm-hmm. for businesses. And, and, but when they're not like when it's interwoven into the fabric of the business and how it's run and how it's directed, um, then that to your point is where the magic begins because you're able to innovate, you're able to, you know, be creative um, because we obviously are running a for-profit business but wanting to create maximum impact. And so, um, so thank you. <laughs> that, that is absolutely our goal. Yes, and thank you. Thanks for joining The Good CEO. The Good CEO is a production of Eve's Lime. For more information, visit eveslime.com or thegoodceo.co. And remember, A woman who's discovered her voice is a force to be reckoned with. May the force be with you.